You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Absolutely not. I am not. Greg, it would be such a nice thing to do at the beginning of the new year. Yeah, but that's not being charitable. That's it. Sure is. Fourteen goats into my backyard is not something that sounds. I like believe a good that idea. you could give them a nice home. You have a big backyard. I think that they might enjoy it. No, if I'm going to put any animals in my backyard, I want something that's cool. I want like wolverines. Or, or meerkats. I could put up a whole meerkat manor type thing in my backyard. That would be cool. That's goats, just weird. Goats are gross. <laughs> goats are gross and they smell bad. I am not putting those goats in my backyard. Why do you hate goats so much? Because one tried to kick me when I was a kid because we had one. Uh, hello. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in today, wherever. And how have you listened? It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, it is the year 2014 and our first broadcast of this year. Oh, so, my goodness. Thanks. I'm so excited to be back. Greg, it's 2014. Yes. Oh my gosh, we're in our our fifth year of doing this show. We are indeed because we started in 2009. I suppose would that be the fifth year, or would this be the? It is because yes, every time when I say year. I'm like turning 33, you're like, oh, you're in your 34th year. Yes. So yes. I think we're in our fifth year now. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. And uh, thank you everyone for supporting our show. Of course, don't forget if you're going to buy anything from Amazon, go to funemploymentradio.com first and click on the Amazon button. Yes, Just had, to get, had to get that in there. Um, all right. So what we were talking about here, we've got a bunch of stuff today, including I did look up. We've got all kinds of predictions. For the year of 2014. What kind of predictions? No, I love this time of year because you get to look up what the psychics are saying, and it's it's pretty much guaranteed that everything that they say is going to come. True. I was going to say, so, like, do that at the end of the year, like, have a percentage on like what the psychics were actually right about. No, for the okay, no, okay, no, you never go back and look at that. You just sure. assume it's all going to happen. Okay, uh, but so so in uh, if you've listened to the show for a while, or if you're from Portland anyway, you know that there is a. Large uh, expanse, uh, not not expanse, but it's like a couple block space where there are no buildings uh, around here near where our studio is. Mm-hmm. That's just like a grass field, like it's an, an unused industrial lot. And they have these goats that are in there that just chew the grass to keep it down. And Greg, like, they're urban goats. Urban goats. That is <laughs> the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, urban goats. And so urban is- goats, Greg. They need a place to stay, Greg. Yeah, and so I guess that they're going to start building on this property, so they're trying to find somewhere for the goats to go, this herd of goats. And Sarah is trying to say that I should take care of them and put them into my backyard so that way they can live there. I believe That's- so because they're looking for an urban environment because I guess there is a place for the goats to come back to because the goats, as if you live in southeast Portland, if you've been around southeast Portland, uh, chances are you've driven up or down Belmont and you have seen... The urban area where all of the goats are corralled in. They're not urban goats. They're just goats. <laughs> goats are dumb, smelly farm animals. That's all goats are. They can't all be dumb, smelly farm animals. I mean, they've been they've been urbanized. They're they're city goats. What? They're city goats, Greg. Yes, because they have sophisticated tastes and they need something that uh, <laughs> complements their lifestyle. They become accustomed to. No, they're goats. All they need is grass, and that's what they'll eat. No, like, but I'm looking at this article right now. Eat so basically, no, they like to eat grass and they like to socialize. So these are urban. Been goats because they've lived here in uh, you know in southeast Portland for a while, and they need to find a new location, Greg, because this place that they've been living at for years turns out they've sold the property. Now they're going to be building some huge you know fucking buildings and businesses and stuff. You and know. now the goats are being displaced. Yes, and they need a place to live. And you know there's going to be some protest about how they treat the goats and where the goats <laughs> end up. You know what? They're goats. Goats are dumb. Let me tell you this. Here's here's one reason goats are dumb. We had a goat when I was a kid just for that reason that it would because uh, I lived out in the country, of course, and it would chew down the hillside where all the grass was. And so it would be, 
it would be it live over there on the side and it had like a really long like tether to it so it was like a 50 foot tether that it could walk all around and which was tethered to like a line yeah kind of thing yeah okay mm-hmm. but this thing it was so mean like i would go up and i'd try to be all nice to it and i'd try to pet it and all it would try to do is try to ram me and headbutt <laughs> me constantly and then it would kick at me i hated that goat and therefore all goats are pretty much they're, they're dumb animals they're not bright okay animals. you know what there are some stupid human beings but it doesn't mean like every single human is a stupid dumb animal I think that there are exceptions to every rule, and I think what, that these, these are urban smart goats. These are southeast these are Portland urban goats, man. Sophisticated goats. Yeah, yes, they're they wearing little be... neck kerchiefs and oh you know have God. their Ray Ban sunglasses. I <laughs> hate this idea that all of a sudden goats are now pets. They're goats. <laughs> they serve a purpose. Like that, you eat them, or they, uh, you know, some people like goat milk and cheese. Sure, if you're going to use them for that, I've never fine. really understood that. What is the point of having goats? Like, because I know some people have goats as pets. It, that it seems pretty pointless. Like if they have goats, why? But the goats don't do anything. Like they don't. They just hang out and yeah. they own them, and they don't like milk them or do anything with them. No. Like, what's the point of having? I mean, I understand if you have like a dog or a cat. Like that's a companion. Is it? Can right. a goat be a companion? No, it's just a goat. A goat's just like it just bleats a lot, right? And it just yeah. stays out there. It's just and eats little... things and then poops everywhere. That's that's about it. And then they die. That's 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 the goat life of a goat. That's pretty much it. Goats are not, uh, they, they serve no purpose. Other than, other than that, if you're going to eat them or, you know, use them as a farm animal, which is their intended purpose. <laughs> that, so. T-Sex in the chat says, goats can cut grass. Greg can't points to goats. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, uh, that, maybe that's why. See, if you think about this, Greg, if you, okay. take, on, if you take on these urban goats, now there are, there are 14 of them. Yeah. They all have to stay together. They're a little goat urban, urban goat family. But just think about that. Yeah. If you have 14 Ugh. of them, it's like 14 functioning lawnmowers. Therefore, you wouldn't have to like stand in your front yard you know, and, and be yelling at your lawnmower and being the crazy man. You would actually have functioning lawnmowers. Okay. Okay. I can see a little bit of a point to this. Maybe one or two of them I could keep around just for lawnmowers. That might work. Not 14 of them. I don't want 14 goats like strapped to the outside of my, um, outside of my front yard. That would be... That's too many goats. Because they, they do. They serve... No purpose other than maybe that. Maybe they could mow the lawn. <laughs> they look kind of cute, though. I mean, I've, I've I've pet the urban goats that are you know down down the way, and they're very cute. Ugh. I fed them grass, like it's you nice. Will. I mean, I don't really understand you know the point of them. I mean, I, I mean, I understand the point of them there because they're there to right. maintain that that grassy area. Yeah. No, if I'm gonna have if I'm gonna turn my backyard into some kind of animal sanctuary, I want cool animals. That's what I mean. Like maybe a couple wolverines that hang out back there, or some badgers. You know, they're like a, I. Well, I can't really pet a badger. I guess that really doesn't do anything. Who, yeah, who um, pets a badger? That's why I think maybe meerkats. Because I have in my backyard, I've got what's called because I name everything the compound. The compound is where there's an old wall from where it used to be either a stable or a. I think it was turned into a greenhouse at some point. I can wall that off, and we'll put a whole bunch of meerkats in there. That'd be that'd be pretty fun. I can set up like a viewing stand, and you can sit there and watch the meerkats as they dig, and you know they stand up on their hind legs and like look around at stuff. And then you can like throw things in there just to like throw them off and give them like toys and things like that. Wow, that would be pretty. Fun. I really think that you're the last person in the world that should have a meerkat sanctuary. I think that would be great. Um, you know, maybe badgers. Badgers, I think, would be a fun animal to have in the backyard. Um, I'm trying to think of any other cool well, animal that's really about it. Well, Greg, I'm saying like this is so I'm looking at this. It doesn't have to be a permanent fix. Like if I had a yard, I'm sure that I would want to accommodate these urban goats. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, because you, you don't live very far away from here. You live like a few miles away from here. Yeah. So uh, the, the owner of the urban goats, he's looking for them. Uh, that It's important to him that the goats be accessible to the public. 
so they could like reach over your fence and, and pet the goats. No, I'm not setting um, up a goat petting farm. The caretakers, the caretakers of the goats, also live in uh, close in Southeast Portland and hope to avoid commuting out of town on a daily basis. So. Greg, you could be a savior here. The, it says the deadline's less than three weeks away. There are three main criteria for the new location. Let's see if you fit in. So the site needs to be in Portland. Yeah. The closer in, the better. Yeah. Uh, the site must be able to accommodate all 14 goats. The caretakers are unwilling to split them up. You could totally fit 14 goats oh, in your backyard. Right, yeah, the goats are going to cry and cry because they got split up from the other goats. I mean, fine. Keep them all together. Do all that stuff. Look, okay. And as- the new location doesn't have to be a permanent fix. Even just a few months would be just fine. All right. As Aaron notes in the chat, they had a couple of goats when he grew up. Uh, Aaron Duran says us to keep weeds down. And you got tasty, tasty goat milk. Sure. If you're using it for that function, I don't want to milk any goats, though. I'm not interested in that. Yeah. And uh, I'm not interested in slaughtering them and turning them into heroes or something like that. So, you know, I, I don't uh, I don't I don't have a purpose for them. Meerkats, however, would be awesome. Wait, so I'm, I'm just trying at. to understand this really quick, though, because I'm trying to understand urban goats. If you have a goat and it doesn't eat your grass and it doesn't make milk, what's the point of having a goat? Nothing. Just to be kooky and have a goat? I guess. I, I don't know. I mean, if you're going to get a pet, why bother? Why bother getting a why bother getting something smelly like that? You know, get something cool. Uh, I could have no ferrets smell too bad. I could not have a ferret farm. That wouldn't work out too good for me. Mm-hmm. No, I don't like that idea. Um, yeah, no. I think I think just uh, I think I think meerkats would be would be the most fun to watch. Because then, I mean, if, if I'm not going to pet it, I at least want to have fun watching them. And then you know, watch them run around. That totally can... defeats the purpose of having a pet to have something that you can't touch. That's why I never want like a fish or anything. Yeah, I mean, because you can't hug a fish. Well, you can't hug a fish. I you mean... can, but then you'd be slowly killing it, and that wouldn't <laughs> be fun. Yeah, that wouldn't be good. Fish are fun to look at, I guess. Um, you know, if somebody has like a really fancy aquarium type of thing. I knew a guy when I was living in the apartment complex. There was shockingly a drug dealer who lived in the apartment complex. <laughs> no. uh, very bad drug dealer too. Let me tell you this. This guy, like bad, like badass or bad, like. Wasn't bad, getting like away with it idiot. very well. Okay. Yeah, this guy worked. He, I don't even remember what his name was. Quite honestly, it was a while ago. But he worked at like a skateboard shop, but yet had this giant, like uh, it was like an F one fifty truck, like all pimped out. He had jet skis. He had RV or uh, like um, uh, you know, like four wheelers and stuff like oh, that. Jesus, all of these things based off of his skateboard salary working at the <laughs> shop. And then he had a giant aquarium full of piranhas in his in his apartment. That's just weird. Yeah, it was weird. And so you'd sit there with it, and then he'd dump, like, other fish in there for it to eat. And they had, like, mice that I guess oh. they'd throw in there and then to, to feed the piranhas. Yeah, it completely pointless. Wait, Greg, how did, how did you know that he had a piranha tank? I went into his house. Oh. His apartment. I mean, it was it was a small apartment complex, so you just kind of, everybody just kind of hung out in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. So I would get home and be like, well, I, I mean, there were a couple of cool guys, you know, cool neighbors that I liked. So I would hang out with them, and then somehow we'd end up over there at that guy's house, not doing drugs myself, but uh, <laughs> let me make sure that's clear. But he, he was there, so we went in there, and he always had, like, beard, so we'd go drink his beer, Okay, essentially. I think he was really, really bored, and he needed friends. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be his friend. All, um, the mo- all the drug money in the world couldn't buy him friends. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that guy's probably in jail now. Okay. He was not doing a good job of hiding the fact that he was a drug dealer. He'd pretty much tell anybody. Anybody who walked up mm-hmm. he didn't know me from anyone, but yeah, he told me all about all about all the wow, all the drugs. He that sold. is a pretty shitty drug dealer. Pretty bad drug dealer. <laughs> pretty bad drug dealer. But yeah, so he had a he had a tank full of piranhas. But all right, well, from tank full of piranhas to backyard full of goats, are you saying that you would not be willing to do this? No, no, I don't think so. Maybe one or two of them. I guess they could come by and mow the lawn. I'm not paying for them. Does someone well, have to pay to keep these goats? I don't think you have there? to pay for them. Are they going to pay me if there's? Maybe, Perhaps we could talk a little monetary gain 
If they're going to pay me to keep the goats there. You know, it doesn't even say anything. No, because they're probably going to find some sucker that will just let them stay there for free. Mm -hmm. And then feed them and and take care of them for them. I mean, it's a good racket for whoever owns the goats. Yeah. Because then they charge when they go... uh, when they go like mow down other people's lawns and stuff like that. Now, can you like like rent? Oh, I guess you can. You can rent out goats to like mm-hmm. go mow your lawn. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, but I doubt I would get any of that money. See, if I got some of that money, if I got a cut of the goat money, you know, then maybe we could start talking a little bit. <laughs> if Greg gets a taste of the goat money, or I could turn them loose in the neighbor's backyard because they'll eat like metal and stuff. They'd eat lawnmower parts, right? I could. We could turn them loose in the my method. You're not going to feed goats lawnmower parts. <laughs> Imagine if they got into the to the meth stash that's probably yeah, over there at the that's probably house. not good oh yeah no uh, now that I'm goats. thinking about this you're a horrible match for the goats yeah okay. I, I wouldn't be good meerkats if anybody's getting rid of some of them we can talk I, I don't know what, is, what all's involved I mean basically you just need some dirt for them to dig right I, and then you I throw like know. rocks in there at them or, not at them but you throw rocks in there so they can stand on them the more you talk the more I'm convi- convinced that you should probably never own a pet again <laughs> oh no I'm good with dogs and yeah. cats cats are fine the rest of them I don't know I don't not know what so to do much. with them and I'm not sure what to do with them. Mm-hmm. So anyway, there we go. That's all I had to say about them. But I did find out something else, though. Uh, so on Friday or Monday's show, I think it was. Mm-hmm. I don't know what day it is anymore. What, is, what day is today? Because New Year's was in the middle of the week, so it's it's throwing me off. Whatever day it was, what I was talking about, um, the possibility of perhaps taking a remote-controlled helicopter and attaching a camera to it and then flying it over my meth head neighbor's house. I believe that was on Tuesday's show. And we were wondering about the legality of that. Of whether I could essentially, in theory, just purely hypothetical, fly a drone over the neighbor's house and then, you know, get some surveillance on them mm. and then, you know, turn that in. Uh, Lister Kyle wrote in and he said, uh, just listening, okay, is the episode from the 31st. Um, and he said that uh, he did some research on this kind of thing, on whether or not you can fly drones around somebody else's property. The federal law, he said, regarding such surveillance would land you in the pen for at least 10 years. <laughs> 10 years for that? Wow. That's yeah, so maybe uh maybe maybe I'll maybe I'll uh I'll ease off of that. Yeah. Idea. Not that I was gonna do it because it was purely, you know, for hypothetical journalistic satirical purposes. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. Of course. Yeah, that's all it was. Okay, good deal. No hear. way no way would I all really right. want to do that. Well no. since we were referencing really that. we're talking about last year's show. How was your New Year's? Uh, it was it was fantastic. Yes. Yes. Had a had a great time on New Year's. Mm-hmm. Um did did a little celebrating. Drank uh, some tequila, which I don't normally drink tequila. Ooh. Yeah. Had had quite a bit of tequila, actually. Okay. As it ended up. Yeah. No, it was good. I had a, I had a wonderful New Year's. Um, and yours, I'm assuming, was It was, was delightful. Yes. Thank you for asking. Yes. Mm-hmm. But uh, my favorite part, though, about New Year's is this. is This is when they come out with all of the predictions <gasps> for what's oh, going to happen. Oh, psychics? Yeah. Yeah. So Wait, they, so are they psychics or is it just people who are just like guessing things or is that the same thing? Well, I always look up all this stuff because you just have to assume that they're all going to be true. And so there's there's predictions from psychics and seers who are like an actual seer. Oh, that'd be funny. What's to the difference? I don't know. Okay. I'm not sure. All right. But either way, they're seers. So, all right. So you have to you have to trust what they're saying. And um, I have a few of what the predictions are going to be. Do you do you want to know some of these? I do want to know, know some if of these. Interesting to you or not? But I'll, I'll I'll read off what some of the predictions were. Um, one of them that is is this in the religion field, uh, this certain psychic foresees that an archaeological dig will unearth evidence of Jesus's lineage. Hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. <laughs> So now you know that That's part. just like very vague. Very vague. I know. I this mean, don't the they find part. something like every other day about like, oh, look, this is pos- quite possibly the cloth that Jesus wiped his face on. Yep. 
Yep, okay. Pretty much. All right. Um, there's uh, there's okay. There's a few other things um, in the in this. Uh, apparently, Prince William and Kate will announce they're expecting another baby. Who cares? That already happened. Another one, though. Another one, apparently. No, I know, but that that already happened. Oh, they're having another one. I, I, I saw it when I was uh, when I was waiting in line at a Seven Eleven on a Mazagine cover. I saw. Oh, they're expecting their second child. Oh, are they? Okay. So this is what psychics do. Like they try to find like last minute news <laughs> from the year before, and they're like, oh, wait, no, 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 this is gonna happen. Yep, I said it. Look, I, I said it. I said it before they does it. Yep. All right. Yeah, see, they, they got it pretty good here. Um, there are, uh, let's see, there's going to be, oh, Let me guess, is there going to be, is there going to be an earthquake? Is there going to be a devastating tsunami? There is going to be an earthquake, Sarah, but here's the thing. Is for- there going to be uh, some kind of, uh, like, comet or something that's going to fly very, very close to the earth but just miss it? Mm, I didn't see much about comets. Okay. But here is, a, this. multiple psychics are predicting this. That in the Midwest, attention Midwest listeners, the new Madrid fault line could become active and could cause some earthquakes. Oh, a major my earthquake. God. Oh, my God. So much so that the entire Mississippi River could change course. Hmm. It could be, the, it could be shifted. Well, that's just yes. That's just so psychic so of them. So if you're in the Midwest, you probably want to move now mm-hmm. anywhere near the... Uh, Mississippi River, according to the psychics. Um, <laughs> oh, some people have some uh, some other controversial guesses in the chat. Edward thinks uh, he's predicting that the stocks will go up and down. <laughs> yes, wow. I know. That's pretty. That's pretty major. Yes, uh, pretty major. someone else predicts that they'll be uh, hearing things about another pres- presidential election run starting soon. Yeah. Well, well, actually, that's one of the predictions. Whoa, 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 whoa! That Hillary Clinton. Oh my God! What are they doing? Just taking like. Announcing her, oh, her run for president in uh, 2016. It's also, are Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt maybe thinking of adopting another child? Uh, I didn't see that oh one. Oh my gosh. I didn't see that one. Here's one, though. This one, this one's pretty big. Okay. They're announcing, they're saying that NASA will announce that they have enough evidence to say that there is life on Mars currently. See? That's a pretty big one. That's really not that big. That's a pretty big one. It'll change everything, Sarah. Is it, is it really going to? Does it also say something about how the Sasquatch will finally be found this year? That well, I'll get to that. There's what do you some mean other predictions get to that? they need to see. Also, a new species of fish may be discovered off the coast of Africa. <laughs> this is what an actual psychic would have as a prediction. A new species of fish may be discovered off the coast. It's of all Africa. about the wording. It see, might be. See, but then they're safe either way. It's possibly. Or may not, but it could happen. It's like meteorologists saying if it's going to snow or not. Mm-hmm. There's like, oh, it's po- there's potential that there might possibly be a yes. chance of snow flurries. Yes. And if there is, they're totally right. And if there isn't, they're like, oh, said possibly. Yeah. Said maybe. Mm-hmm. It's all protecting yourself with the, with the verbiage. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why I'm saying, I mean, my own predictions, because I am, I don't know if I'm a seer, but I'd like to, I'd like to be a seer. Dude. Something just sounds cool about that. I'm a seer, actually. Don't say you're and a seer. And you can be like, if I'm like out like talking to a lady, I'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a, a vision. I'm getting, I'm a seer. And so I, I see things that maybe other people don't and into the future sometimes. Sometimes it's what's happening right now. And then, you know, I can use that, that kind of line. So as a seer, I'm going to predict this. I'm going to make a prediction right now. All right. As a seer. I'm new, newly discovered seer. All right. This year... There will be a new species finally officially discovered and recognized. What? Evidence will be dis- will be uncovered oh proving the Sasquatch is real. That will never happen. Is real, both video evidence and um, some hair samples 
will be found proving that Sasquatch exists, and they may or may not receive special protection hmm. from the U.S. government. There you go. Okay. There you go. I have a couple predictions. There's a prediction. I have I have some celebrity predictions I've been thinking about. Okay. Well, the, there is a celebrity prediction in here. Okay. Okay. One of the predictions. From I, t- the I have two horrible ones that I'm that I'm predicting. Well, one of them. This one could be horrible. Is uh, the prediction is that uh, Kanye and Kim's wedding will be televised live. This is what somebody actually wrote out for their predictions. Wow. And then the next one they say oh, there will be unrest in the Middle East. Oh. Sh- shocking. There will be unrest. That in the is East. just. They are such risk takers. That's, with those. that's pretty risky. I All don't right. know if I believe Can that. I make a couple predictions? Yes. With my sight? Sure. Well, remember how... Did, did you ever listen to Tom Likas where he like had the Deadpool? Where like every year <laughs> yes. they would pick... Well, so this is who's going to die. That's horrible. I know. It's horrible. And I'm not going to do that. But there, unfortunately, like the first thing that came into my mind was something. I feel that... Well, there are two people. I feel that in 2014, Tila Tequila might not be with us much longer. Oh, I think with all of her crazy shit that's going, I think that there might be uh, something accidental that happens or somebody might go off the deep end and do something to her. Okay, you're going to make that prediction? I feel like Tila Tequila. I will also make a Tila Tequila prediction. Mm -hmm. She may or may not end up running for city council in Los Angeles. No, I think if she keeps dressing like a Nazi and keeps saying that Paul Walker's death was an Illuminati conspiracy thing, somebody's not going to start taking that very well. Did she dress like a Nazi? Oh, she sure did. Really? She tried. To, she dressed like a sexy Nazi and posed for pictures. Oh wow! I yeah, forgot about that. No, no, no. no. She's something bad is going to happen to Tequila. Well, yeah. That's... Again, what I'm going to say that we've talked about before. Doug Hutchison. You mean Doug? Uh, what's what's his Doug Hutchison and Courtney Studden? Yeah. I don't know how long he's going to be there either. Oh. I'm just like his his you know Courtney Stunn's out gallivanting about with a 21 year old model guy. Uh, Doug Hutchison is crazy, uh-huh. and I'm just I'm not thinking something bad is going to turn out with that scenario. Oh, oh wow! Somebody just posted the picture of that. That's highly disturbing. Yeah. Um. Oh, that's is that really her? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. I don't even want to. Oh man. Yeah. She is messed up. Okay, yeah, something bad could happen to her. Yes. Yeah, that could that could definitely happen. Also, I was trying to think of like some um, some other predicty things, like some fashiony things. You know what I'm going to predict, Greg? Mm-hmm. I bet overalls are going to come back in style. Ew. <laughs> overalls. Overalls. I think overalls are making a resurgence. This is Sarah's fashion prediction. This is my fashion prediction. You know what? Are you they going pay to be fucking the first? meteorologists to speculate that there might or might not be snow? I'm speculating that might, that there might or might not be a resurgence. Of overalls being worn. Are you going to be the first one to try to do this? Oh, God, no. I look horrible in overalls. I did when I was wearing them. <laughs> you you, you were an overall girl? Overalls and choker. Choker necklaces. Oh, at the same time? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Overalls are never fashion. Overalls are... They, they serve a purpose. They're functional clothes. If you're going to be working on something and you don't want to get dirty. Mm-hmm. That's what overalls are for. I'm just That's saying. That's it. Okay, so you're saying overalls... Will be making a comeback. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Or do you have any other predictions? Uh, well, I'm trying to think. That reminds me of the '90s stuff. I remember. I remember because I I do watch this every year. I just realized this. I remember in 1990. This is how old I am. But um, you watch what? The predictions. What do you you watch them where? Like on? Well, watch them on television, or I read them. <laughs> At then I watched them because there was no internet, so it was on television. One of the predictions in 1990, and I remember this specifically because I I thought it was a big deal, was that uh, Canada in the 90s would become part of the United States. Oh, wow. That one's, you know, still a little bit off. <laughs> it's still, they were only off about uh, 30 years. Well, not quite 30 years. Okay. But, uh, yes, a little bit off. 
a little bit off. It's still possible, though. So there, I'll put that Every out there Every day, again. it just shows me a little bit more what an old man you are. You sit at home on New Year, like, you sit at home and watch the psychics make their predictions. On New Year's Day? Yeah, that's kind of, I, I read up what the psychics are going to say, and I watch the Twilight Zone marathon. That's, that's kind of what, that's what I do. That's, that's my day. That's a great day. I take New Year's Day off. Well, I worked a little bit yesterday, but not much. And uh, and yeah, that's 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 my relaxing time. Read what the psychics are oh saying. Oh my and god! Watch Twilight Zone. You know what I did is I went out and had a lovely brunch and some mimosas with some friends, and then went to a movie. That sounds more fun. Sitting at home watching what the psychics are predicting. Yeah. And watching the Twilight Zone marathon. Yeah. Oh my god! Did you have a like glass of prune juice while you were doing that? No, I didn't drink any prune juice. Maybe an orange juice. But that's different, though. That's just a relaxing drink, a beverage to, you know, refresh. A little bit of juice isn't, isn't wrong with you. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. So I had a little bit of juice. I watched some Twilight Zone. And uh, and it was awesome. I watched like four hours of Twilight Zone yesterday. Oh, my God. It was a lot of Twilight Zone. <laughs> that is a lot yeah. of Twilight Zone. Yeah. And I made everybody else that was there watch it, too. Until I got up and left for like five minutes, and then I noticed the channel got changed. So I... <laughs> Nobody else was quite as into the Twilight Zone as I was. It's so good, though. Okay. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. Yeah. I love that one. That one's my favorite one. Okay. With the little kid with the powers, and then he creates monsters, and then he gets bored of them, so he kills them. I have wishes, no idea why you would like that and particular then he wishes, episode. He wishes people into the corn the, into the cornfield. Wish him away. Wish him away into the cornfield, son. Yeah. So that's what kind of goes on. And then I have weird dreams about it. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's my idea of a of a fantastic new. Well, year. I am so glad that you had such a fantastic. It new was year. great. All right, it glad to awesome. hear it. I'm it very glad to hear it. I do have to tell you, I'm, my so I don't do this every year, but this year I'm totally sticking to it. Particularly since we have the listener party coming up on February twenty second, two thousand fourteen. What what day is it? It's going to be Saturday, February twenty second, two thousand fourteen, at the Hawthorne Theater, located conveniently on the corner of Thirty Ninth and Southeast Hawthorne Boulevard. And I believe the pre sale of tickets might be going on next week, possibly. Oh. Sooner than later. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, since since that is happening, I do want to start eating a little healthier. And I am going to start that tomorrow. I'm ready for it. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. Tomorrow's the Even day. Even though we still have plentiful Easy Mac in here. I might. So I'm going to have like one more Easy Mac, and then I'm done for the year with Easy Mac. Yeah, so that Easy Mac's just going to sit in there? I'll eat it. No, I was thinking about making some Easy Mac and then bringing it down to the homeless folks down the street. Oh, well. All right, yeah. Well, yeah, now, see, isn't now, that nicer? Yes. Well, yeah. Now, yeah, now it seems like I'm... Now I'm it seems ass. like you're taking the food out of uh, <laughs> somebody who needs its mouth. No, that's good. Yeah. That's good. All right, yeah, we can we can, we can, can make some Easy Mac and bring that down to them. Do you think okay. they'll eat it, though? I don't know. Is that... That's nice, isn't it's it? A, well, it is nice. It's always weird to me because you never know what the reaction is when, when you hand somebody food because I, one time downtown I had... And I know this is leftovers, but it still it was it was... Went to like a really nice like Italian dinner and and I had like a lot of it left and I passed by a homeless guy who was sitting on the street mm-hmm. and I, I handed it to him I was like hey man would you like some leftovers I mean I, he's, I'm like I know they're leftovers but they're they're really good they're yeah yeah here. and um, he uh, he didn't like what it was and so he refused it <laughs> oh, wow I'm like, well you're sitting on the street dude basically he wanted money is what he wanted yeah like, well it's food you got to eat. But he, he didn't want to take that. Oh. Yeah, he didn't do that. I did buy some uh, homeless guy some food on Christmas Eve, though. Well, that Greg Nog, that's just so nice of you. Yeah. I got, mm-hmm. him, got him some pizza sticks. <laughs> <laughs> pizza sticks are well, delicious. I was in front of Myers, I was like, ah, I bet he wants some warm food, and that's all they had. So I was like, well, obviously he can't heat up anything else, so 
I got some pizza sticks mm, water. Pizza sticks. He, he was very happy about it, though. Uh, yeah. Who wouldn't be happy to be presented with like, delicious pizza sticks? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know if those guys will take... Uh, we should try it. I'm going to try it. Try it. I'm okay. just going to try so it regardless. you're going to heat it up and bring it down to I'm it? just going to go. We have some some plastic spoons. I'm going to heat up a couple. You're talking about the guy that's a couple blocks down? Yeah. Yeah, because he's Who got kind of yells like, at people when they walk he by. He does. He's a yelly. He's, he's a yeller. He's kind of yelly. He's got, uh, he's got like this... He has a fortress. Yeah, he's got like this, basically like a tent fortress An encampment thing set up. that he is that he has created, and he patrols it. He walks up and down in front of it, mm-hmm. pacing back and forth, occasionally yelling at people to walk by. I don't think it's like hostile yelling. I don't think so either. I don't know if he even knows what he's saying. He just like maybe he's just a loud talker. That could be. Yeah, I don't know. We can hear him from quite a ways yeah, away. Yeah, he's, he's yelling. He's pretty much he's yelling. yelling. Yeah, I don't feel threatened though. I don't. I don't think he's threatening. <laughs> no, he just talks very loud. Uh, yeah. All right. All right. So that's gonna be. Try and be I'm gonna try and eat healthier, but at the same time, I want to help others. So yeah, Easy Max delicious. Yeah, it is delicious. Okay. All right. Well, if he doesn't take it, I'll eat it. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll you want to do a little bit of ball talk? Yes. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. Actually, speaking of predictions, before this season started uh, for the NFL, somebody in here made a prediction about who's going to win the Super Bowl, and that prediction is still alive. Is it the Green Day Packers? Not the Green the, Bay not, Packers? Not the Green Day Packers. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Day Packers, oh my God, I am such a sports nut. Can't you tell? Yes. I'm just crazy about the pointy ball. It's very cool going for another touchdown. <laughs> no, the Green Bay Packers. I wonder if Green Bay and Green Day, have they ever done any kind of a marketing mashup? I don't know. They really should. Green Day at the Green Bay. Oh, yeah. That needs to happen, actually. Okay. This isn't, this isn't a bad <laughs> idea. Uh, but No, the Green Bay Packers still alive to win the Super Bowl this year because I predicted it. Okay. That's the only reason why. Wow, because with your seer with your seer Because powers. I'm a seer, Sarah. All right. Seer. There we go. All right, moving on to ball talk. It's a it's just a, a smattering of balls. It's kind of small balls today. Um, but uh, we do have this. Jay Cutler of the Chicago Bears. So announced today that he has a new contract. And it's for a long time. So Jay Cutler. He's the guy that's married to that chick from the hills, right? Yes. Okay. Exactly. Married to the chick from the hills. Um, and uh, he is—he has just signed a contract with the Chicago Bears for seven years, what? making something like 126 million dollars. So he's 30 years old. He signed a seven-year contract, so it puts him with the Bears through the 2020 season. That's a hmm. long time. A lot, there's some quarterbacks can make it that long in the NFL, make it to their late 30s, but usually. You're too beat up and broken. Well, why do you think they're taking a chance on a seven-year contract with him? Because there's so many bad quarterbacks. Okay. And he's he's not great, but mm-hmm. he's not terrible. So he's just kind of in the middle and like, ah, well, you're the best we can do. So they're going to marry him. That's pretty much what's going on. Like, well, we're not going to get any better than this. Jay Cutler is it, so we're going to have to settle for that. And that's <laughs> that's pretty much what it is. All right. That's, that's what they're doing. Uh, all right, so there's that. And other quarterback controversies. There seems to be a theme if you are a quarterback for the New York Jets. Now, of course, Brett Favre was quarterback Favre. for the New York Jets for a bit. And during that time, there was a bit of a scandal that happened. Do you remember what that was? No. Oh, wait, that he retired and then came back? No. Well, he did that a couple of times, too. But when he was quarterback for the New York Jets, there's something that happened that he did that became quite controversial. I don't know. Uh, he texted a picture of his penis to <gasps> one of the uh, aides. Whoa, whoa, my microphone just got weird. Did he yeah. just pull? Did he pull a Ben Roethlisberger? 
No, he not a Ben Roethlisberger. He wasn't in a hallway at a, or in a club like showing off his gray ashy oh. penis. <laughs> no, so he doesn't have a gray ashy penis. Is what you're saying? I I don't I don't remember. I do know that there was a picture that was posted. I'm sure you can look it up. No, online. I know Ben Roethlisberger does. Because well, yeah. I've seen that gray ashy penis. I well, just, I didn't know about Brett Favre. If, if you want to, you can. Google Brett Favre's penis all you want. And okay. I'm sure a picture will pop up. Okay. So he he texted a picture to a, to an aide there. Uh, then there was Mark Sanchez, who was the quarterback, and pictures came out of him with it wasn't really a penis picture, but it was him at a party running around like pantsless like, from the back. <laughs> and now there is a new quarterback there that took Mark Sanchez's place, and it's Geno Smith. And guess what Geno Smith has done? Uh oh. Took a picture of his penis and sent it to a girl. No. To a girl he met online. <laughs> like, I'm wondering with these athletes, like, there's so many places I would think that they would be able to meet women and not have to worry about doing this kind of thing. Like, Derek Jeter. You don't see this go, come out with him. He's got St. Jetersburg, you know, his, mm-hmm. his palace. And then, uh, I think, then, then the no camera policy. That's a smart man. Yeah. That's a smart man. Gino Smith, not such a smart man. So, Gino, apparently... Um, what Mets saw some girl on Instagram that he liked, and this girl is coming out with this this report now because uh, basically I think she's pissed off at him is what it is. So she's she's revealing all this. She's pissed off because she found out he already had a girlfriend. Uh oh, shocking. Uh oh, shocking. And they met on <laughs> they met on Instagram. They exchanged phone numbers, and then they started doing FaceTime chats. And during one of them, which she posted this picture of him standing up, just. Pulling his pants down, whipping out his penis on, <laughs> oh, wow. on FaceTime. Guess what? That can be recorded and people can take pictures of mm-hmm. that. And she did that. And she didn't post it when it first happened. She instead continued to date him and have unprotected sex with him, oh, according to her. That's a good idea. And went and met him in New York and then hacked into his Facebook account and saw through uh, his private Facebook thing that he already had a girlfriend. Uh-oh. <sighs> dun, dun, dun. That Gino Smith, you sleep with a guy you met on Instagram who's a professional athlete. Well, clearly Shocking. this girl has really high standards. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, he, how dare he treat such a cherished treasure like herself like that? How dare he? How dare he? right. Mm-hmm. And uh, now she has actually uh, posted the picture. And so they are dealing with the scandal of uh, Gino Smith. Never take a picture of your penis or anything that you don't expect everybody to see on your phone, on your thing. Let me just say, I have a friend who uh, used to date this guy, and he would Snapchat her, that Snapchat stuff. Yes. Do, and he would send pictures of his dick, and she would just totally show it to all of us. And it's hilarious. And you know what? It's not like... He's choosing to do that, so therefore, this particular person would show us all the pictures. Well, yeah. And it was funny, because it's like, well, you don't know what you're doing. Like, this is just somebody that you met, and so you're going to put that out there. Well, and with Snapchat, too, everybody thinks, oh, well, yeah, but the picture disappears after, like, 14 seconds or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You can still take a picture of the picture. Oh, yeah. You can get a screenshot. You can get a screenshot, and technically, it's still out there somewhere, which is why when Snapchat was hacked over the weekend, um, who knows what those people got. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a, I think it was... Um, Gosh, what was it, like four million? I talked about it on Digital Trends today. Like four million accounts on Snapchat were hacked, and then they posted wow. publicly the usernames and the phone numbers of those people. But then they 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 blocked out the last two numbers of each phone number to to just prove a point. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's out there somewhere. It's, you can you can find it. Four million like Snapchat users, <laughs> and I'm sure their pictures probably still in there. So this is one that. of those things that makes me kind of happy when I'm like kind of an old person. I'm like, I don't trust that newfangled technology, the Snapchat stuff. No, no, I di- yeah, I don't, I don't quite. Plus, I don't know how to how I use that. I don't, I, I don't want to. No, no, it's not for me. Um, moving on to ball talk. There is a 
a protest that's supposedly going to happen on, uh, let's see, okay, well, those, this was yesterday. This okay. was yesterday, actually, that this happened for the, for the Rose Bowl. Excuse me, yo, the Rose Bowl. And uh, there was a protest over the fact that these two men, so the Rose Bowl happens, you know, in Pasadena, and they have a big parade for it. It's a big deal. I know what the okay, yeah, yeah. There's a there's the they have their own rose parade down there, mm-hmm. different one than the one in Portland. Gotcha. And they, they, it's a big deal, and they have all the floats and all that stuff. And on one of the floats, there was going to be, um, it was for the AIDS Healthcare Foundation. Their float on the top of it. When they got to the end, there was a pair of gay men who are going to get married on top of the float. Okay, yeah. So you know, cool. And there is a woman, though, that was arranging named Karen Groob of San Diego, who did not like that. No, no. No. Karen Groob. How dare they soil the Rose Parade. And so she launched a boycott the 2014 Rose Parade thing to protest the wedding of the two men. Wow. Yeah. The Rose Parade. Good thing she doesn't have a lot of spare time. Yeah, I know. That's (laughs) seriously like, (laughs) this is what you're organizing your time over? Like, who cares? Yeah. And I mean the tournament of the roses and the rose and the rose bowl and all of them. They're like, um, no, we don't see any problem with this. And mm-hmm. There isn't a problem. I mean, it's a wedding. I could care less because I don't. I don't care whether it's a gay couple, a straight couple. It's a, I don't care. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's of no interest. To yeah. Me. Like they could. What? Why would it's I just, care? It's very small, sad lives that it you know, really like is. To protest that kind of shit. Yeah. I mean, I weddings are kind of annoying sometimes. Doesn't have anything to do with any of that. <laughs> I don't care who's getting married. Uh, so, so she did uh, attempt to launch this, launch this thing. And yes, that is a woman with a lot of time, a lot of time on her hands. And uh, all right, so finally in ball talk, we got this, and this does have to do a little bit with the with the Green Bay Packers and some other rumors. Apparently, this this is a big thing in NFL now. Okay, so Aaron Rodgers. There were all the rumors that he was uh, going game. to come out as mm-hmm. gay, and he actually went on the radio, and it finally answered the question. Really? I've got it right here. So this is an interview from ESPN Milwaukee, and uh, you'll hear the host, and then you'll hear Aaron Rodgers. Wow, way to go, ESPN Milwaukee. It. Yeah, I know. Yeah. For them. <laughs> so let's see. Oh, uh, well, you know what? So you're aware that you saw this out there. Yeah, I'm just going to say I'm, I'm not gay. I really, really like women. Um that's all I could say about that. You know, I, I would, I would say, I, I would just add this that you know I've gotten to know you f- for a while. I know how you feel about social issues. I know where you stand on certain things. I know you're an intensely private guy. Um, and I didn't know if we were going to address this or not. I would say this that um, the fact that your private life has remained as private as it has throughout the whole process of you becoming a celebrity. I know how important that is to you, um, but I also know how much maybe sometimes things bother you that, you know, if maybe people are disrespectful, not toward you, but maybe even to a group of people. And, I, I you know, from my perspective, um, it just it bothered me that, that there was almost some feeling of, you know, trying to, that it was almost to look, make you look bad. And I don't think that it should be that way. That's my own opinion. I was disappointed in that. But. Well, there's, I mean, there's always going to be uh, silly stuff out there in the media that just, you know, you can't, you can't worry too much about, and I, I don't. So we just <laughs> keep on trucking, and uh, you know, I, I like, uh, I like the way my, uh, you know, uh, you know, I think there, there should be professional as professional, and, and personal as personal, and um, 
That's just how I'm going to keep it. All right, so there we go. So he is not gay? Apparently not. Well, that wasn't a very convincing argument. It wasn't really a convincing argument. I I think I'm less convinced now than I was before, (laughs) (laughs) to be honest. Uh, I'm not not gay. I I really, really like women. I don't know. All right. That's just what it was. That's just what it was. So there we go. Aaron Rodgers making a statement. That's true. Tony is pointing out, but does he also like men? Because he didn't say he didn't like men. He's just like, I really, really like women. More power to him. Whatever he wants. Exactly. Aaron Rodgers is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm pro Aaron Rodgers. I know you are. Yes. All right. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. (laughs) Oh, boy. Well, I have a little bit of world of crazy, and I want to get this in. Because somebody sent me my favorite link. I'm so excited. It was a it was a year it, it was a recap of this past year. Okay. But of uh, a certain a particular kind of story from this past year. Okay. And so someone sent it to me and it made me very happy. So I want to go over those as well. Hello my friends. Hi there. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. First up, to Washington State we go. Yo-ho. I don't know what that was. A Washington man who was apparently looking for a lifetime of wedded bliss could end up with five years in prison instead. In prison instead. A Washington man who was looking for a lifetime of wedded bliss could end up with five years in prison instead. Thomas Martin Pfeiffer... 22 years young, was arrested this past weekend and hit with a slew of charges, among them kidnapping. Uh, Police say he allegedly kidnapped his girlfriend, setting off on a thousand-mile drive to Las Vegas to try and force her to get married to him. Wow. Yes. Virginia Valdez, apparently not eager to be his bride, (laughs) had told police that when they stopped for gas uh, in Baker City, Oregon, she felt there were enough people around to stage her own rescue. Baker City's police chief uh, said Valdez laid on the ground near the gas uh, pumps and started screaming. Police were called. So she was able to actually draw attention enough to this guy who tried to kidnap her and force her to go down to Vegas to get married. Wait, so they didn't make it a thousand miles, obviously. Set, set off on a thousand mile drive to Vegas So they only made it to Baker City, Oregon That's still quite a ways though from Washington Where, where were they in Washington? Uh, it just say? says Washington, man Okay I mean, that's still Even if they were right at the border That's probably a couple hundred miles at least Down to Baker City so. Yes So I'm thinking instead of getting married He probably doesn't even have a girlfriend now at this point No, I'm going to assume not <laughs> so That doesn't work Yeah, so what doesn't work is If your girlfriend says I don't really want to get married And then saying No, let's, let's go on a thousand mile drive to Vegas And we can get married there It'll be okay. But, you know, maybe if she had gone on the full thousand miles, maybe she'd have changed her mind. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. He just needed to, to spend a little time. bit more time mm-hmm. with her. Yeah. That's just it, to convince her. Yeah. All right. On the opposite end of that, this totally reminded me of uh, Arrested Development with uh, George Bluth Sr. and his house arrest. So it's not often that someone sentenced to house arrest asks to go to prison. But that was exactly the case for one man in Italy who intentionally left his home so police would take him to jail. Now, the reason is because he wanted to escape his wife. (laughs) He did not want to be trapped in the house with her anymore. (laughs) He would rather go to prison. So according to an Italian wire service, uh, this man, he's 32-year-old Walid Chabani. He fled his home where he was serving time under house arrest for drug-related charges. 
So once he was taken into custody by police, because clearly they were alerted that he left the premises, he requested to not go back home, but instead to be thrown into jail. <laughs> uh, police said that uh, the man said living with his wife it was particularly difficult and unbearable. He was tired of continuously fighting with her and would rather take his chases or his chances in jail. Wow. Yes. So a local court approved his request and issued an order to send him to jail. He is now serving out his sentence in a district prison in Tuscany. <laughs> is there a picture of him or his lovely bride? No, I don't. I, I, I was not able to find a picture okay. of him. As lo- I'm sure she's quite lovely, though. She sounds lovely. She does. Because <laughs> anyone who would rather spend time in jail than with their <laughs> wife. Sounds like a keeper. A Florida man. Now, this story confused me because I wasn't sure like what exactly the, this was in the scenario, because you'll, you'll hear it in a second. Okay. So a Florida man is facing battery charges after allegedly assaulting his wife with a turkey neck. Now, I didn't know if it was allegedly assaulting his wife who has a turkey neck. Oh. Or assaulting his wife with a turkey neck. Okay, yeah. Okay. Those are two different things. So I don't have a turkey neck, do I? No. Okay. Michael Mulati was arrested after he got into a verbal altercation with his wife when she wouldn't let him have the checkbook. Then he allegedly began breaking things in the chicken at the... Uh, the chicken? I can't even talk today. Yeah. It's all right. Just keep going. All right. Breaking things in the chicken. <laughs> he allegedly began breaking things in the kitchen of their home in Spring Hill, Florida. So uh, when Mulati's wife tried to walk away, cops say that because he was angry that she wouldn't give them him the checkbook, he grabbed a turkey neck which was laying on the counter, and struck her in her own neck with it, then threw it at her as she retreated away from the kitchen. Who leaves a turkey neck on the counter? I don't know. How big is it? I mean, I guess if you have That's the really full turkey. That's really weird. Usually when you buy a turkey, you know, it comes necklace. Doesn't it come headless? Yeah. And necklace? Um, I, sp- I don't know what, how, big it's, how big is a turkey neck. I don't know. I don't really see. I don't really have a gauge for turkey necks. Yeah. Because Why did she want the checkbook, though? He wanted the checkbook. Oh, he wanted the checkbook, and she wouldn't give that. And she wouldn't give it to him, okay. so when she was trying to walk away, he grabbed a turkey neck from the counter, striking her in the neck with it, then threw it at her as she retreated. So authorities say that Melody admitted to throwing the turkey neck at his wife, but did not recall striking her with it. He was placed under arrest and charged with one count of domestic battery with a turkey neck. He was <laughs> released on $1,000 bail and ordered not to go near his wife. Wow. Big new year for them. <laughs> so there you go. And finally, I want to give a big thanks or energy of credit where credit is due to Joe. Joe F. Who sent this to me? Joe F. This is your fault. And finally, I got sent a yearly wrap-up article called what horrible things did we do to our penises last year? Oh. <laughs> now, basically, this isn't all the stories of the cutting off and what have you. What this is, uh, this is actually taken from the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits. So this is verbatim ER admittance records of what men did to their penises in 2013. This is in the in the United States. This is in the United States. The oh. US Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits. So these descriptions are verbatim from ER admittance records. These are all things that were actually written on the ER admittance records. All right. Here we go. First one. Man claims he puts a put a wedding ring on his penis, now can't get it off. 
would you fit a wedding ring? Sitting on a... (laughs) So these are all just bullet points. All right. Uh, Sitting on a toilet and dropped cigarette onto penis. Now penis is burned. (laughs) Bleeding from penis was dancing and rubbing up against someone real rough and got got burned on it. Why would you go to the emergency room? (laughs) You went to the emergency room for grinding too hard? Was dancing and rubbing up against someone real rough. (laughs) Next. Struck penis on speaker box. Next. Cut penis struck, on... <laughs> struck penis on speaker box. I want more details. This I know. These are all like the admittance ones. Next. Cut penis on girlfriend's belly button ring. Next. All right. That, that could <laughs> Was at a water park and ran into a pole. Got a penis contusion. <laughs> Other man was sewing pants and got needles stuck in penis. You know all these stories are the made up they ones They are too. all the made up ones. Yeah. This one is a golfing and got tick bite to penis. Yeah, maybe uh, that could happen. Uh, also, this man said while putting on his pajamas, he hit his penis against the wall. What? Was in the shower watching his penis, had foreskin pulled back, and got startled. He pulled it back too far. Oh. Was walking home and fell through floorboards and struck penis. Laceration to penis used using shot glass to masturbate. What? Using shot glass to masturbate. I don't even understand that. Maybe it was a tall shot glass? I guess. Uh, This other one says, shot with BB gun by bro to the genitals. Oh, that could happen. Burned penis with blow dryer. (laughs) What? what, Blow dryer? (laughs) Walking on a treadmill as it was going very slowly and fell off edge, caught penis on the treadmill, abrasion of the penis. Oh, that's terrifying. I'm going to think about that next time I'm on a treadmill. (laughs) Dropped a 10-pound weight on penis. Was jumping from one couch to another, now pain to penis. Slipped out of chair last night onto carpet, attempting to catch a bug. Penis abrasion. Fell in shower directly onto erect penis. What? Heard a pop taking off boxers. Penile fracture. Was sitting on couch at home when sibling threw a large toy truck at him, hitting him in the penis, causing penis trauma. Penis trauma. Shut a DVD case on penis. Placed an electronic lint remover to penis and sustained a cut. <laughs> using a milk jug. Why would you do that? <laughs> using a milk jug for a urinal, scraped penis on rough edge of plastic. You don't put it into the milk jug. <laughs> and finally, man has been putting hot towels on his penis and stretching it to make it bigger because he saw it on an internet based <laughs> <laughs> penis extension. <laughs> Why would you say this? Would you go in there? Why would you admit these things? I don't know. Just imagine like what the real stories are if this is what they're actually admitting like, to. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. Has been putting hot towels on his penis and stretching it to make it bigger that he saw <laughs> <laughs> on the internet. Now caused extreme penis pain. Yeah, this Suman knows you don't need to go to a hospital because you <laughs> scraped it on a milk jug. Yeah, that is not what was happening. That is not what he was, was happening. He was not peeing in that milk he jug. He was not peeing in the milk jug. <laughs> There you guys go. That's 2013 U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission's database of emergency room visits verbatim from the ER admittance records. Also, yeah, if you're going to pee in a car when you're when you're doing that, use a Gatorade. Wow, because it's a bigger, it's a bigger opening. Okay, take Greg's words of wisdom, and that, my friends, is your world of crazy. Ugh. Yeah, that's awful. Welcome. That is awful. Blame Joe F. Joe F. sent it to Joe me. Joe F., it's all your fault. <laughs> it's all Joe it's F.'s all fault. all your fault. Yes. 
All right. Well, I know we uh, we started a little early today for for those broadcasts because I have to head out, head down south because it's it's my dad's birthday. Oh my goodness. Yep. Oh, it's your dad's birthday today. It is. My dad's was on the thirtieth. Yeah. They're very they're very close in birthdays. Very close in birthdays mm-hmm. indeed. Yep. So uh, so heading down there to to his birthday celebration. Well, I hope you have a magical time. Thank you. I'm going good. to. Um, Go to my house. I'm going to paint. Uh, I have some more dog portraits I'm going to be working on, which I'm super excited about. First oh. one of the new year, Greg. Wow. Super excited. Very exciting. Super excited, Greg. It is. Mm-hmm. That's good. I know. Okay. All right. Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Uh, very exciting things tomorrow on the show and for the rest of this year. Oh, my gosh. That's my prediction. We are so excited. You know what? We are hitting the ground running this year, and we are going to have bigger and better shit in store for you. We're so excited. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. It is It is going to be uh, It's going to be a great year. And tomorrow we will be talking about a new amazing sponsor that we just got Indeed. as well. Indeed. So, so excited. We're, yeah. We're yeah. S- great new sponsor. Hitting so. it running, Greg. Yep. We're going to do this, Greg. And it's all thanks to you guys who all listen to this show. All thanks to you. So don't forget to spread the word of Fun Employment Radio. Follow us on Twitter at Fun Imp Radio. On Facebook, where we are, Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> John says uh, to tell your dad, happy birthday, Dad Nog. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he'll get that one. Because uh, they, they're not allowed to listen to the show, so. That's true. Yeah. I know, like, when I wished my dad happy birthday, it's like, I'm doing it just for myself. Because yep. he's never going to hear it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, listener party is February twenty second at the Hawthorne Theater. Yes, it's a that's a Saturday. It's a Saturday, mm-hmm. and um, there will be a pre sale for the tickets. But uh, so so you'll want to get those when they go on sale. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, we'll let you know all the details on that as the year progresses. I believe coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network shall be uh, Guys and Balls. Yeah, they're doing their show tonight, and yeah, it's gonna be awesome. And that's all she wrote. Two thousand fourteen. Yep. Very cool. All right, you guys are amazing. Thank you so much. And we, of course, will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Thank you. Bye. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.